Hey everybody, I'm Brian Clapp, VP of Content and Engaged Learning for WorkInSports.com, and this is the Work in Sports Podcast. Obviously, we are in some crazy times right now, and it feels like a bit of a struggle, personally for me, to come up with new ideas that are related to career development when it feels like careers and everything we talk about is stuck in neutral. Am I right? I was reading a survey this morning asking millennials and college-age students words to describe how they feel about their careers right now. And the number one response was frustrated. I think that sums it up. You've been in school prepping for this moment to enter the world, start your new direction, and the world is like, hold up, wait a minute, take a break while we ravage your global society. Thanks. I have three kids, so I am constantly thinking about how this pause will affect their growth and what I can be doing to help mitigate the lost classroom time. Because no matter what anyone tells you, virtual learning is not the same. They are missing out on key social development, emotional intelligence, and straight up learning opportunities. Side note, and I suggest this for everyone, we have watched a ton of documentaries, and I think this is great for anyone to gain perspective, to go really deep into a particular subject, to learn things that they may not have been exposed to before. Documentaries are, I think, something we've incorporated into our learning process for our kids and something I've learned a lot from as well. Uh, We watched 13th, which I cannot recommend enough. It's a documentary on the 13th Amendment, Abolishing Slavery. Uh, It explores the history of race and the criminal justice system in the United States. For a little context, 13th was produced in 2016, so it was before all of the things we are currently dealing with. Um, But it is incredible in its perspective and its background, its context. It's also hard to watch. I mean, we actually watched it over three days so we could stop it have a discussion, answer questions, and then take a bit of a break because it's some heavy shit that can be tough, but awakening for the kids. I'm totally on a tangent here, but run with me here. Um, I will say it's made a huge impact and I'm going to get into some other documentaries, but this is one that made a really huge impact. My eight-year-old literally said to me this past weekend on the 4th of July, he said, shouldn't Juneteenth be Independence Day? since that was a day everyone in America became free? I mean, come on, it brings me to tears even saying it again now. I wish I had that knowledge and perspective when I was eight. And I'll also admit, Juneteenth wasn't something I knew about until recently, a couple years maybe, maybe less than that. It's not something we talked about in high school. It's not something we talked about in history history books. It's just not something we always heard about. And I grew up in the Northeast, in Boston, in the Boston area. Um, it's just not something that you, I don't know, something that skipped over, which is really unfortunate, but it's something really important to learn about. Well, you also watch Mission to Mars, which is a little bit more self-explanatory. You don't need as much background of that. It's about a mission to Mars. There's a ton of good documentaries out there, and it's a good way to, to supplement yourself while also helping out um anyone around you. Okay, back on track. (laughs) You know, when you listen, this is bound to happen where I go off on a tangent, but I tend to think they're entertaining. But then again, that could just be me being entertained by them. Okay, back on track. My point is, as I think about my kids and their growth, I also think about how tough it must be for high school, college, and entry-level staff people. 
anyone who is at that point within a five-year gap or, t- or 10-year gap, a window of, of getting started in their career. I mean, you're thinking about getting things rolling. You're focused on this total goal. Like your whole high school career is thinking about college. Your whole college career is thinking about careers. Like your your focus is throw, so thrown out of whack because high school students are looking at college now like, well, what is it going to be? Like, what's going to happen? What's it going to be like? College age students are thinking like, well, what's the workforce going to be like? Entry level people who have landed a job and now are out of work or they're pushed back that they they just went from this euphoria of getting a job in pro sports. And now they're like, oh, well, that doesn't exist anymore. I mean, this is messed up. OK, these are all perplexing questions. What do we do? Right. Uh, high school seniors are evaluating what the fall means for them. Is it worth it to pay tens of thousands of dollars for a virtual college education? That's Is that what you signed up for? Is that what you want? College students are wondering if it makes sense to take a year off and come back later. Uh, people are talking about their grad programs or taking a year off before that. Or, you know, people in entry-level jobs are like, does it make sense to just be pounding the, the workforce? To, or should I be looking for other answers? These are all perplexing questions, which brings us to the thrust of today's conversation. Yeah, that all stuff that I just talked about for the last five minutes, that was just a preamble. <laughs> that was just to get us to this point. Uh, preamble rhymes with ramble. Anyway, Noah writes in. And Noah didn't say where he was from, but I'm going to guess Minnesota. I don't know why I'm going to guess Minnesota. It's just because I have a friend named Noah in Minnesota. Hey, Brian, I'm a high school senior. Okay, my friend Noah is not a high school senior, so that's not him. Uh, Hey, Brian, I'm a high school senior, and what is supposed to be the best summer of my life, full of parties and prepping for college, really sucks. I didn't plan on spending my summer at home with my parents. Uh, Yeah, I I get it, Noah. Some of my friends are going to the beach still and going to the lake and doing things as normal, but I am not, and I am really missing out. True story, four of my friends got coronavirus after bragging about going out without masks and hanging at parties with strangers. So while I am bummed, I'm also fully understanding of my parents' choice to keep me in and keep me safe. Okay, my question. I had a plan to go to college in the fall, but I'm wondering if it may be smarter based on my circumstances to do a gap year. And if I did that, what should I do to enhance myself? Thank you, Brian. I love your podcast. I really do. Noah, this is a really great question. I'm excited to dig into it. Two notes first. Um, If you have questions you'd like me to handle on this here podcast, you can email me at bclap at workinsports.com. That's my actual email address, so don't spam me. B-C-L-A-P-P at workinsports.com. Make the subject line podcast question so I can easily identify it from all the other stuff I get. If I read your question on the air, like Noah's, I'll give you a free month of full access to our work in sports job board. At the lowest point of Corona quarantine, we went from 25,000 jobs down to 8,000. Now we're back up to 13,000, which means we are headed in a better direction. People are starting to see a light at the end of the tunnel and started hiring again. That's good. Okay. And if you submit your question to me, I read it on the air, you'll get free access for a month to our job board, which is the best job board in sports, period. Number two, the second note I want to get to uh, before we get into Noah's question, um, I know it sucks. Like when I was a teenager and in my 20s, I thought I was indestructible and didn't have fear of anything. That is naive. So please don't be that guy or gal. Rock a face mask. It's the simplest move to help knock this thing out. Wear a face mask. It's not some attack on your patriotism or toughness. It is quite simply the easiest thing you can do to protect other people. And since you, everybody listening in this audience, like that listens to this podcast, you are not selfish pricks. So I'm guessing you will wear one. Okay, let's get back to the subject. 
Let's get into your gap year concept. Noah, if I was in your shoes, now normally I don't do this. Normally I leave the big thrilling climax of each podcast episode to the end. So you have to drag your way through all of the details to figure out my final conclusion. But in this case, I'm going to jump right in there and say, Noah, if I was in your shoes, I would do a gap year. I really would. But I would be ultra productive. This isn't a year off. So get that out of your head. But let's talk about why and how. First, why a gap year can be really productive. And this also fits, um, again, I want to reemphasize this. This isn't just for high school seniors, right? There's, there's uh, reasons for you if you're in college to consider taking a year off. There are reasons for you if you're finishing college to, um, to take a gap year before getting your master's. There's reasons for people that are in entry-level jobs that may have been laid off, that aren't seeing the bright of brightness of their future, that might be able to take on some other experience and learning opportunity, uh, do something a little bit different to gain their experience and head back into the marketplace. Take a productive year off. Um, the, the concept of gap years usually entails travel abroad. Usually the concept is I'm going to take a year off before college or a year off after college and go to, uh, you know, I'm going to go join the Peace Corps or teach English in France or raise money for a nonprofit in Thailand, whatever. Well, that part ain't happening now, right? You're not traveling abroad to do this. It's just not going to. I mean, we're banned going to the European Union because we are the sick and infested, um, you aren't going to abroad to volunteer and learn some romantic language. Uh, You have to look internally, and that's okay, because there are thousands of areas in the United States that need help and have long-term volunteer programs you can be a part of, or, you know, minimal pay, or long-term internship type scenarios, or um, others. We'll get into specifics in a bit. But first, why? Okay. Why is this an important concept to, well, in normal circumstances, the number one reason to do a gap year is to figure things out for yourself a little bit. If you're high school going into college, you're 17 or 18 years old. Like you don't have a whole lot of worldly experience. How can you possibly know what you want to do with the rest of your life? Um, I made this mistake. I went to college right away. I was started out as a chemistry and biology double major. I had no idea what I wanted to do. And my first two years of college, other than social experience and, uh, you know, emotional intelligence gathered through parties. Uh, I would say that was kind of a waste in some ways. Um, I had a couple of friends in college who did a gap year and I thought that they were way more mature. I mean this sincerely. I thought that they were more mature. They had a better head on their shoulders. They had some experience. They were able to talk about things that were interesting because um, they did Peace Corps years. And um, I found them fascinating. And I kind of looked back and thought, I think I would have done that would have been kind of cool. Um, you may think you know what you want, but you're 17, 18 years old and likely haven't experienced a ton. So doing a gap year can be a way to improve your point of view. And again, it's not only if you're 17 to 18 years old, maybe you finished college. Maybe you need to take a year to kind of figure out what you want to do in your next step. That's okay. Figure things out a little bit, gain a point of view, see things from a different set of eyes and circumstance. You know, if you do some volunteer work for a nonprofit in sports, you might get a different appreciation for things outside of the high money athletes, right? A lot of our perception of sports is game highlights, dunks, alley-oops, multi-million dollar contracts, negotiations, things of that nature. Sometimes when you do a little bit of time with a sports nonprofit who helps you know, kids with cancer participate in youth sports or uh, raise money to donate equipment to inner city youth. I mean, you start to see sports in a little bit of a different light that can give you a different point of view that you can then bring to whatever job you have in the future. Number two, a mental break. 
a stress break. I'm serious. You're 17 to 18 years old or you're 21 to 22 years old or you're under 25. You've been going nonstop for a long time and I'm not patronizing. I'm being sincere. You've done lots of years of education. You've had a lot of different exp- uh, expectations. You've had different pressures that are unique to our current scenarios. I mean, this is not a normal time. Taking a year to figure things out and to give yourself a little bit of a step back is not a bad thing. Number three, improve your grades. This is actually factual information. Not that anything else isn't, but I looked at a little bit of research this morning because I was curious, like, okay, so somebody does a gap year, how does that affect them education-wise? The research actually indicates that if you take a year off between high school and college, you end up getting better grades in college. I think that's fascinating. Um, taking a year off and gaining some different types of experience can lead to an improved focus and perspective in college. You take classes that you're more interested in because you've formed your point of view a little bit better and you actually end up with better grades. Pretty cool, right? Also, number four, you're going to gain some skills and experiences that will look great on your resume. Whatever you're doing, it's going to be leadership opportunities. It's going to be perspective growing. It's going to be experiences that you won't be able to get most other places. And that's a valuable thing to have on your resume for the long run. Okay. So this is all planning towards a big project, big long run thing. You know, your end goal is to get the job you love, but let's figure out yourself a little bit. Let's get to go through some self-discovery and figure out who the heck you are. Because I mean, I didn't know at that age, I didn't know right after college even. I had an idea, but I learned a lot about myself over time. So giving yourself a little bit more freedom that way to learn experiences and build towards that goal is really great. Number five, sorry, I hiccup there. Um, number five, get better on the phone. I mean this, okay? This is what I think the gap years can represent now. A lot of opportunities for volunteer work are going to be virtual and they're going to be on the phone calling people, raising donations, uh, making a, pleading a case, uh, whatever it may be, a, 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 like helping to build the brand of whoever you're working for and, and raise donations or whatever it may be. Um, these are actual skills, being able to communicate in different ways to different people and decision makers, being able to be convincing, being able to be skilled on the phone and confident that way. These are this, That is a very specific skill that translate to the sports industry and other industries. As I've said thousands of times in this show, 50% of the jobs in sports are in sales. And most of those jobs in sales start out in inside sales, so selling tickets. And when those t- jobs, I mean, you're basically given a list and you're hammering the phones. You're, you're calling people and trying to convince them to take a certain action. So actually taking a gap year, you can do a lot of motivating and, and te- teaching people and trying to get a reaction on the phone. And I think that can be really, really important for your long-term growth to show some skills in that direction. Okay. So now once we get through the reasons of why you might want to do a gap year, well, where and how, um, I think you need to have a complete strategy and pitch for a gap year. Approach it like a job where you need to have 30 to 40 hours allocated per week, or maybe you determine it's uh, you know 25 to 30 or whatever it may be. But I think you need to take this seriously and not just like it's a time off. And you need to have some short and long-term goals. So on a very extremely superficial level, you need to go into more detail than this. You know, Set yourself up and say, okay, 20 hours a week are going to be dedicated to a particular volunteer cause or initiative. 10 hours a week are going to be dedicated to learning Spanish through Rosetta Stone and 10 hours a week or I'm going to be taking the New York Times gap year program online. 
right? And so, and then and give yourself what those things will do for you, right? What, what you, not only the high level goal, but what they actually translate to as far as your long-term prognosis for yourself. Have an executable plan for yourself and explain what each one of these things will do for you in the long run. I'd even create it as a presentation and going of the philosophy, because this is a good practice to get into, create it like a presentation with research data and facts that you can present to your parents. If you're a high school senior considering a gap year, or even just to practice yourself, putting together your thoughts and to convince yourself it's the right move. It's a project that you can do of a pro and con and a strategy behind a gap year concept. And I'm getting you started with it, but you need to do even more detail and research into that. Now, well, where, okay, what are you going to look for? There are plenty of sites that deal with gap year programs. This is a, a, an industry in a lot of ways. Uh, a couple of quick Google searches and you'll find all kinds of good information. But I would say start with gapyearassociation.org. They share the programs that are accredited so you know that they are legit. There's, I'm sure, a lot of scams out there for people signing up for virtual courses that don't turn into anything or you know some study abroad program that are just a scam to take your money. So look with gapyearassociation.org. They have accreditation and they've double checked all these these programs to make sure that they are legit um, personally i really like knowles n-o-l-s which is the national outdoor leadership school uh, many of their international programs are canceled which is understandable but many in the u.s are still on and you can learn leadership skills in a much different format and way that is a travel program you can go to somewhere in montana and or i think their alaska program was canceled but there's some in the rocky mountains and they're all prepared for career Coronavirus, so there are they are not just ignoring that it's happening. They have plans and procedures in place, but it's a different way to learn different skills that are still associated with sports in a lot of ways. Um, learn leadership skills. These are some of the soft skills that will matter in the long run, and you're also making a difference and learning something. If you want more experience that directly relates to sports, we'll look to nonprofit organizations. Uh, Loria Sport for Good. Global Sports Foundation, Project Fit America, Right to Play. These are a lot of really great foundations that may have long-term volunteering opportunities. There are really a lot of opportunities out there. Even if you want to do something that's outside of sports, there are environmental programs. There's uh, Sunrise Movement's a big one. There are a lot of other programs that are out there to gain awareness or work towards uh, climate change or work to improve climate change or improve the environment or political groups or religious groups or whatever that, that do these programs. And they can be a great way to just learn something different, hear your own voice, you meet other people, get connected with a, an environment and try to just push yourself so that you're better prepared to enter things next year. It's almost like hitting reset for a year on your on yourself and on your program, but not just a wasted year putting it to work. And I will tell you, I am being 100% serious if I was going through the scenario like you all are right now and I was not in the career moment that I am. I would 100% consider doing a gap year. I'd 100% saying, how can I really improve myself? Now, I know this doesn't fit for everybody. I know that a lot of people have bills to pay and mortgages to pay. I'm talking to people that can. And if you can, do. I think it's worth it. I really do. Thanks for listening, everybody. Thanks for your question, Noah. As I mentioned, Noah will get a free month on our work and sports job board. So if you write me a question that I answer on a show and we can have a really good discussion about, you will also receive a free month on our job board, which is awesome. 
So do it. Bclap at workinsports.com. Thanks for listening, everybody. Rate, review wherever you listen, and subscribe to this year's podcast because the more we grow, the better it gets. Thanks, everyone. Stay safe. Wear a mask. 